Welcome to the Bleeding Heart Survival Kit, which is part of the Climactic Network, and my name is Beth Spencer. This morning, I broke my favourite blue glass. I love that glass. It was just the right size, it was really big, and it was beautifully made, and it was this extraordinary cobalt blue colour. And every morning, it was the first thing I would do, was have a really big glass of warm water and watch the light catch the blue colours. And today was just, I don't know, a moment of inattention or sloppiness or I was distracted and it fell in the sink, just dropped out of my hands and smashed into pieces. And I really felt such misery at this, a really strong sense of desolation and loss. And I think it might be because it kind of encapsulated for me so much of what has been happening in the last few weeks with the coronavirus or COVID-19. It just feels like so much of beauty, so much that we have treasured, so much that we've built up and the relationships and the art and the connections. I have so many friends and colleagues who lost their entire income for the next six months just within a few hours last week as an event after event was cancelled. All the singing together, the ease with which we could go into the shops and buy things when we needed it, the way we could just walk in and out of each other's houses and the way we could greet each other with a hug. It was like all of that was dropped in the sink and smashed. And I I can't see how it can ever be put back together again. So I decided I needed to do some EFT tapping, which is tapping on certain acupressure points around your head and your upper body. And I'll talk more about that some other time. And I'll put some links in the show notes. Basically, EFT is a way of processing things more quickly and shifting energy and allowing yourself to see things differently. And it is literally at your fingertips. So I just started tapping on the side of my hand, you know, the side with the little finger, and just basically talking to myself about how I was feeling. I would say things like, even though everything's gone, even though everything's lost, even though I can't say how this is ever going to be repaired or put back together, even though I feel so desolate, even though I feel so angry, why wasn't I more careful and so miserable, even though I feel so depressed about all this? You see, the point with EFT is not to run away from your feelings and try and think positive, but it is to acknowledge exactly where you are in this moment, to move towards the feelings and embrace them in order to get the the sense of them And then, and only then really, you can start to redirect that energy. So I spent a few minutes tapping on that, even though all of this has happened and is happening, I deeply and completely love and accept myself in this moment. And then I tapped around the points on my head and face and upper body, on the feelings and repeating the different phrases. And as I said, I'll put a link to this in the show notes, or you could just go on YouTube and search on EFT basic recipe and there will be thousands of videos showing you how to do it if you're interested. Anyway, by doing this, gradually I started to shift a little bit more into what you might call calm coexistence. The glass is still broken, it's gone, and I haven't got anything else to replace it, but the feeling now is more like, oh, this has happened, so now what? Now what am I gonna choose? So it's kind of like a shift from despair and anger to curiosity. And then I started to think about the glass and I thought, well, you know, I get to buy a new glass. I get to find a new glass. I get to have that pleasure of discovery. And for now, I can use any old glass. After all, I managed before the blue glass came along. 
it added to my day, but it wasn't essential. And then that leads me to start asking, so what is essential? And then I start looking around at what I do have. And there is a great saying which comes from a Buddhist monk, the glass is already broken. Everything already holds in it that grief and loss that is going to happen when it goes away because everything passes. Nothing is permanent. And so that glass was already broken. It was always already broken. It was always just mine as a gift for a time. And when you understand that everything passes, then every moment with it is precious. Like most people listening to this, I have been reeling at what has been happening over the past few weeks with this pandemic and its response. On Friday night, for example, I was awake till 4am, glued to social media, and I felt such a fraud because my last episode was about sleep, and here I was sending myself crazy with exhaustion and insomnia and not able to shift that. And then someone posted a tweet saying something like, I thought I'd share my daily self-isolation routine in case it's helpful for others. 7am, wake up, stare at my phone, 2am, go to sleep. And that made me laugh out loud, especially when I saw that it already had over 200,000 likes. And I think not feeling alone is step one. And acknowledging that this is big And yes, we will be constantly thrown off balance. I always love the story of what Osensei, the founder of Aikido, said when a student asked him, Master, you never lose your balance. What is your secret? And he said, on the contrary, I am constantly losing my balance. My skill resides in my ability to regain it quickly. And if you've never seen Osensei in action, go on YouTube and check out some of the old film footage. He was extraordinary in the way he could seemingly effortlessly redirect the energy of any attack. So the thing about having tools, like all those tips and tools I have about sleep, is that they are only really helpful if you choose to use them. And the thing about being triggered into fight, flight or freeze is that your brain doesn't actually want to be helped out of that mode because it is convinced that being in that state of high alert is absolutely necessary to keep you safe. But sometime in the wee hours of Saturday morning, I was able to laugh at a tweet someone on the other side of the world posted. And that interrupted just for a moment the spell I was under from my hypervigilant locked-on limbic system. And that gave me a tiny window and I was able to put the phone down and walk out into the kitchen and make a cup of tea. And then I was browsing my emails and opened one about an EFT app from the Tapping Solution. So I downloaded that and they have a bunch of free guided tap-along audios to do with anxiety about COVID-19 or the coronavirus. And so I chose the one, I think I chose coronavirus stress, quiet my racing mind, sleep support. And it was just what I needed. And after about 10 minutes... I was a little bit calmer and I was able to step away from it and kind of observe what was happening rather than being caught up right in it. And then I was able to use my own sleep tools and tricks and get some really much needed sleep. 
So whatever you can find that can interrupt that locked on sense of urgency and high alert that can so easily and understandably happen. We want to connect with each other and we want to understand and we want to contribute our own stories and ideas. Of course we do. But then it's like we end up caught in the headlights of a global panic. And often the more panicked we get, the more we project out into the future, trying to work out what's going to happen and how we're going to deal with this and what's going to happen there. And the more you project out into the future, it's like you're no longer in your body, really. And so you're no longer receiving the kind of awarenesses and signals and information to help you with this next moment. And so then you start feeling even less safe. And the more panicked we get, the more we often desire to seek the shelter of the herd. But maybe there's something about this crisis that is also requiring us or, or inviting us to seek shelter within our own sense of beingness, within this moment. The glass is already broken. The glass was always already broken. So what do I choose now? And what might it mean to be aware and compassionate and able to process a lot of complicated information very quickly and take action one small step at a time without having to be pulled into that fight, flight or freeze of hyper alertness? I mean, alertness is a physiological and useful response, but it's only useful as a temporary surge of energy and cortisol for a specific situation. If we become locked onto that alertness, then our health will suffer and our ability to engage the frontal cortex and actually come up with thoughtful action and solutions is hampered. So if you feel triggered into alertness or knocked off balance, please take some time to restore your balance and find a way to interrupt that alertness to soothe your system. Whether with something like EFT or laughter or dancing or singing or just pausing for a long slow breath. We can't only just keep breathing in all the time. We have to breathe out as well. That's the heartbeat of all of life. And a long slow in-breath followed by an even longer slow out-breath is a deceptively simple but incredibly effective way of stepping out of that locked-on state and creating a moment in which choice becomes more possible. Even if it's just a really small choice of where you want to direct your energy in this next moment. Breathing in, I calm my body and mind. Breathing out, I smile. Dwelling in the present moment, I know that this is the only moment. You've probably heard of sympathetic and parasympathetic modes. The sympathetic mode is the fight, fight or freeze mode. And the parasympathetic is what is referred to as relaxed and social. And that's the one... That's the default mode for healthy living. And the sympathetic mode is just something you go into and then come out of back to, back to the parasympathetic. And I even got confused by those terms until I started to think of it just for myself as the sympathetic mode was like when I was caught up in everything that was going on around me in other people's realities and their needs and their fears and so on, or the collective reality, perhaps. And maybe you could think of that like the in-breath. We do want to know and understand what is going on with others and for others. And we do want to know what's going on in our environment. 
but we also need the out-breath. And the way I think of the para in the name parasympathetic is like a parachute. What we're looking for is a parachute that allows us to return to ourselves, to ground ourselves in the earth and in this moment. Because you can't take any action except from grounding yourself first in this moment and then choosing. So breathing in, I calm my body and mind. Breathing out, I smile. Dwelling in the present moment, I know that this is the only moment. May you stay well and strong and safe and connected. As I say, when you're flying up in the air, please put your oxygen mask on yourself first. Thanks for listening to the Bleeding Heart Survival Kit. Feel free to follow me, Beth Spencer, on Twitter or Facebook. And I would love it if you would like to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen. And thank you to those who have shared an episode with somebody in the last week. It's so important to creating a kind of a net for this to continue and I really appreciate it. And please also check out the Climactic podcast where there are just so many fantastic stories and wisdom from the climate community. I am so profoundly grateful to everyone who is making some kind of sacrifice or change or just doing their job above and beyond and to everyone who is contributing in some way to help us move through this crisis to wherever we go to next together as a planet, as a confederation of peoples and communities. Because about the only certainty at the moment is that things are going to change. Sending a big cyber hug. Take care of yourself and each other.